Blog Talk Radio. Well, we're on the air, Frank, and I'm glad you're here. This is our fitness guru, Frank, and he's amazing and wonderful. He's so happy and, and has got his life in great order and where he's enjoying it. So I think you bring that to the show here and the podcast. So welcome, Frank, and I know you got a fitness plan or, or you've got a really neat principle that you want to share with us. So I'm going to turn it over to you and, and let us know what's going on so we can all get more fit, more healthy, and have more energy too, I guess, right? It's all good. Absolutely. I'm excited to talk about one of my favorite things to be able to do uh, with my clients, but also just uh, more so for myself is the uh, the major thing I, I like to use it for. And it's, it's something that some people might be familiar with. It's called the SMART principle. It's an acronym, SMART standing for specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, time-oriented. They use it a lot in sales and so on and so forth, but uh, I like to use it also with my training because in all reality, if you have a specific goal, whether it's, you know, losing weight, whatever, but if you don't make it specific, so, you know, whether it's trying to to get, uh, to be able to do a 5K, a 10K, whatever the goal is, you know, you want it to be specific, you don't want it to be vague, you want to to write it down and say, this is your goal, you know, put it on the fridge, put it wherever, uh, that it's, it's going to be in your face that you've actually written it down in one way or another. So that way it's there. You got the picture, you got the plan started. Then you want to be measurable. So the measurable is like, all right, so how are, are, what do you got to do to get there? You know, in a sense, uh, are you going to work out three times a week, four times a week, five times a week? Um, are you going to, you know, do weights twice, running three times? So that that's the other part of your plan. And then it has to be attainable. You know, I've talked about this in some of the other podcasts. If you set unrealistic goals, you're setting yourself up for failure and you're going to quit relatively soon because it's not attainable. So whether it's a short-term goal or a long-term goal, it needs to be attainable. You need to have that carrot that you can, you know, chase after and actually get because if you don't, you're going to give up. You're going to get frustrated just like diet plans and stuff like that. You know, it, n- nobody's perfect, but you can make attainable goals. You just got to be realistic about it and, you know, you can always change it. That's the, the point of setting up a plan. You know, you, you can have short-term goals, long-term goals, so on and so forth but it needs to be attainable. So your, your long-term plan might not, uh, you might not know what that attainable is yet, but you can definitely put that in your short-term goals. And then the next one, you know, is realistic. Same thing that we just talked about. So it, it needs to be realistic and attainable. So if it's not something that is possible for doing in a sense, you know, you're, you're making these impossible things like equipment that you don't have and you want to use, um, to weights that you, you don't have and you want to use or you're wanting to start off by, uh, you know, running five miles today, but you haven't ran a mile in, you know, five years and you got bad knees, you know, it, it needs to be realistic. So, and then the, the last one is time-oriented, you know. So I'm going to do, uh, you know, for the next two weeks, this, this, and this, you know, or for I'm going to aim for doing 30 minutes of this a day or so on and so forth. So some of them overlap from that standpoint, but you can get, the more you kind of break it down in your plan, 
uh, the more you can see that you actually get very specific with each one because it can change from person to person. You know, my specific might be uh, stronger than somebody else's. Somebody else might be stronger in their measurables. Um, somebody else might be stronger in their time and so on and so forth. Uh, so, you know, everybody has their strengths, but you got to kind of play with it and set these goals because people use this in business all the time. It's, a, you know, you might have a different name for it and so forth what you use, but if you don't set up a plan, no matter what you're doing, you're setting yourself up for failure. You got to have a plan. You got to be able to put it up, you know, in, on that fridge or on, in your face or in your notebook so that way you can actually see the plan and work towards it. And if you can't do it, then get help, you know, for somebody to help you do it. You know, one of the things that I used to love doing was uh, I would set these plans somewhat, start in action for some of my clients. Like, uh, you know, when I first meet them and they say that, you know, they want to lose 10 pounds, you know, they give me this number. And then I kind of dig in and say, well, why do you want to lose 10 pounds? You know, what what's the 10 pounds for you? Is it uh, so you can fit in, you know, to the, the jeans that you wore? you know, uh, five years ago or whatever, or is it uh, because you have a wedding coming up or, you know, all these little things, there's usually some reason behind it why you have that measurable that you're looking for. And then it it goes to, okay, when is this date that you want to do it by? You know, and and they say, you know, in three weeks. Okay, well, I'm sorry, but you're not going to lose 20 pounds in three weeks unless we (laughs) dehydrate the hell out of you. And we, you know, all of a sudden work out like four or five hours a day. It's just, you know, you got to, if that's not realistic for you, then it's not attainable. And so, you know, you start breaking all the stuff down and you put these realistic attainable goals in front of them with the measurables. And then I put the timestamp next to it. So let's say, you know, there's three weeks. I say, look, you're, not starting from scratch or you are starting from scratch and let's say you realistically need to lose let's say 30 pounds you know because we've taken their measurements and we kind of understand that they have 30 pounds of uh fat that they can lose in a healthy way but most people realistically that work a full-time job and have families and so on and so forth they're only going to lose anywhere from like one to to three maybe four pounds a week if they're working out every day for about an hour to two hours and if they can't work out that much, then it's going to be less, you know. So w- what can you do? What, you know, what are you able to do? So if you're only able to work out three times a week, and, you know, when I say work out, that could be, you know, working out around your house, so on and so forth, but just working out, then you're probably only going to lose about a pound a week, you know, unless your diet is, you know, on key in the sense that you're extremely strict. So, you know, if your diet's not extremely strict and you're eating, you know, and you're you're doing some restrictions and you're making healthier choices and so on and so forth, but it's it's not perfect and it's a work in progress, you're looking around that one pound per week to two pounds per week, and that's, and that's realistic because uh, I don't know if I've talked about this before, but, you know, there, there's 3,500 calories in one pound of fat. So when you break that down, if you want to lose one pound of fat, you need a 500-calorie deficit per day to lose in one week one pound of fat. Well, for most people, that's that's quite a lot because, let's say, if you're staying at the same weight and you've been staying steady at the same weight over the last, let's say, month and you're struggling to lose weight and you've just been trying to do it on your own, and that's usually why why people get a trainer because they kind of get stuck in a sense and they, 
they can't do it on their own or they need a motivation. I say if you're staying at the same weight, then you're at a caloric balance usually. You're expending just as many calories as you're taking in. You're staying at the exact same flat line. So in order to change that, we need to either move more and or eat less. And ideally both, you know, in a sense when I say less, you know, calorically, uh, whether that's portion size or, or healthier choices that have less calorie density to it, and you will see the weight loss, you know, and, and just something as simple as burning 250 more calories a day by doing, you know, 8,000 steps a day, you know, or, uh, you know, doing a little bit of weight training or, or going for uh, a little jog or doing this and some weight training and then cutting out 250 calories a day from your normal diet, which is, that's that's nothing, cutting out 250 calories from a normal diet. I mean, that's pretty simple. That's like, you know, two less bites of food per meal and you'll, you'll be there in a sense. And um, wow. so that's super easy to do. So if you do that, you know, and you, you figure all that stuff out, you'll get to that one pound of fat loss per week. But if you want to lose again, that, that five pounds of fat loss per week, well, now we're talking about, you know, losing, I mean, having a, a deficit more like, uh, you know, 2,500 calories per day. And that's a huge deficit of a loss when the average person, let's say eats, about 2,000 calories a day on average, um, you know, that means you need to burn off 4,500 calories in a day. And that's that's a lot of exercise. Uh, I mean, for people that kind of gauge it on their watches or, uh, you know, in the gym on, on different apps and stuff like that, 4,500 calories a day expenditure is a tremendous amount of exercise. It's not realistic. You know, it's not at all. So you have to... Uh, be smart and actually do stuff that is going to get you to your goal. And if you're not realistic, you're going to fail. You understand what I'm saying? I, I hear what you're saying. Okay, so I, I have a question for you. Okay, tomorrow we're we are I, at Orange Theory. We're doing this catch me if you can, and and um, and then I'm running with a friend of mine tomorrow evening. But uh, the catch me if you can is for to to beat the the goals that you know that if I don't make this goal at this time I'm gonna I'm going to uh, not you know not work it or it's not gonna work right so I have literally got to run for 23 minutes and 8.5 on the treadmill now I am I don't think I can do it Frank I don't I you know I sprint at an eight or a nine so if I what I thought if I could if I could uh, and there's tons I used to, but my foot injury, I'm still recovering from it. So um, I'm going to do the best I can, but uh, I'm a little nervous about that. I've, I've never done that before. Okay? Just so you know. Any, well, any what, thoughts? What was your average, you know, closer to, you know, in general? Like, what do you average? Okay. What, 7.5 on a treadmill? Uh, what I do is I my my push pace is about a 6, 6.5. My base is a five, uh, and I've had I started really low, and then I um, I can do I can probably what I could do is I could um, uh, and at my mile I ran a mile in uh, eight minutes and five seconds, okay. Um, so, but to to keep the catch me if I'm like, I can't if I don't make the goals and I'm out right. And I don't think a lot of people are going to make that because we're running 23 minutes versus. Uh, uh, 15 minutes in this in this particular one, uh, it's a benchmark. So, and I sprint 
okay, for 30 seconds or a minute, uh, I, I went up to 9.3, okay, so I can sprint that. Maybe what I do is I, I, I run at a 7, a seven, and I've done a 7 before I'm moving up to that. I can do a 7 and then sprint maybe every couple of minutes at a 9.3, maybe. Maybe we do a little faster. What do you think? Yeah, that, that still wouldn't do the math. Uh, yeah, You're, it, it's a huge jump uh, to go from what you you know average to to go up to there. So it's it's attainable. It, you have to push yourself so hard. The problem with that too is you're also risking injury. Okay. So because your your hip flexor, your you can pull an ab muscle. Because, sure. it's, you know, you're jumping up pretty much three miles an hour over what you average normally. And that's right. a huge spike when it's – and it's just under your sprint, um, which means that you'd be working at, like, 90% of your aerobic capacity all the time. Your lactic acid is going to pile up too high, and you're going to burn out in the first, like, you know, probably five minutes, no matter how hard you push you. You're going to either start cramping or you're going to start – uh, getting that side stitch, you know, when you're not getting enough oxygen in because your heart's right. going to be pumping too fast. Um, and if you do the sprints, it's going to be the same thing because you're still not going to fully recover going back down to a seven, being that you normally run in the fives. Um, no, I, run so, a, I, run I, mean, yeah. I I do a base. A, a base pace for me is like after you're recovering from a push or whatever. So it, that's it's a 30-second, 45-second thing, maybe a minute at most. Um, oh, gotcha. Okay, so yeah, I'm doing. Yeah, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it just because of the injury risk for to do such a big jump. If you were trying to average, let's say, like you know, seven point five for those twenty three minutes, I think it'd be attainable, you know. But uh, doing the eight point three, I think you're, you're. I mean, it's it's safer for you to do those sprints and then go back down to. You'd have to probably fall back down to more like a seven point three, seven point five to still make the time. Um, but the realistic part is you're not gonna recover in those because you're it's not a far enough to drop down to recover. I'm gonna, then With what that? I'll do is I'm gonna do the best of I I can using the numbers that you just gave me, okay? you know what I mean? Like uh, okay, so if I keep it at a seven five, then I'm probably gonna be able to seven three, I'm probably gonna be able to run uh, I may not. I'll, I'll end up not making making the time that I need to make, but I can stay in longer, and then I can work toward the next benchmark on the catch me if you can day. Correct? Maybe. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, that would probably be a little smarter uh, from us. And yeah. then who knows? After like five minutes, maybe you'll kind of get a really big high, and you'll feel like you know what? I could, I could probably bump it up closer to eight and still be fine, and and just focus on your heart rate. Because if you're watching your heart rate, then you'll you'll kind of see it. You want to stay in that, you know, 65 to to 75 percent range of your max. And if you're able to stay there, you'll probably be able to maintain it um, all the way through. And okay. maybe even push yourself a little more and really kind of because the you know the heart rate, as you know, and with running, the meditation is so important for the breathing. And if you're able to slow down your heart rate, even though you're working harder and kind of stay light on your feet and get a rhythm, you'll right. be closer to the eight mile an hour, I think. And it's possible, maybe, like I said, you'll get a a big boost and you you know be extra motivated and you'll be able to to get that eight point three. But it doesn't seem realistic to make such a big jump. Um, but you know you, you don't know until you kind of like set the benchmark just a little bit lower. 
and see how it's going when you're running and see if you can push yourself up and just watch your heart rate and focus on your breathing and see if you can uh, gradually push it up higher and higher. Okay, then I'm going to work on that. So I'll keep it at a 7.3, and I'll see. And you're talking about, like, getting that boost of energy that runners get. I, I get that. And then you're talking about my heart rate. So, I okay, meditation is, like, I know the breathing rhythm that I use, but the, the meditation is keeping my heart rate slower, right? I have to – because I've done that. I do that. Yeah. I'm like, okay, slow down. Okay. And what do I want to keep you my heart rate really at? really focus on it. And and I'd recommend getting next to somebody on a treadmill that that can achieve that goal of that speed, and is a, a good runner because you'll see like they're they're doing it effortlessly, typically. Yeah. And it'll yeah. help kind of it helps you. It inspires me. You're right. Okay, that's good. Thank you. Yeah. You're like when you're competitive. Oh yeah. Now yeah, you think I'm, next I'm to somebody that's like dying and they're huffing and puffing and. <laughs> You know they're they're running. It's it's unmotivating. It's the opposite. It's kind of like, man, this person's like running, and they look like literally they're about to spaz out and have a heart attack, and they're huffing and puffing, and you know you're ready to go get the defibrillator for them. Whereas, uh, you know, somebody else on the opposite side, like they're a gazelle on the treadmill, and you know they're running at like nine miles an hour, and it looks like they can do this all day, and you're like, what is this person? Like they're a freak of nature. Like how the hell? Are they able to just maintain the speed so effortlessly? I've run with people like that before. They're just—they're literally gazelles, and uh, you know they're—they're they're staying without bouncing. They're just staying at a level height, and they're just so smooth running. It's like they're running on water type thing or whatever. And you know, so, some people are like that, but yeah, I definitely put yourself next to somebody that is like that to inspire you and, and motivate you, and then really get deep into your meditation while you're doing it, and start just a, a tad under somewhere around seven, five, seven and see how your breathing goes after a few minutes. And once you kind of start hitting that high and you feel like you can go a little bit more gradually bump it up. And who knows, maybe like when you get down to the, like the last five minutes, um, you'll feel like, you know what, I can, I can kick it up a whole nother mile o- over and I might be able to make this goal of making it, you know, on that average by really pushing yourself in the last five minutes and just killing yourself and, you know, you could probably do it the last five minutes if you're close. Okay, then I'm going to work on that. See, I can I can sprint at uh, I can sprint at the last uh, few minutes, five minutes at a nine, nine five maybe. I may could even go the last two minutes maybe at a ten. Okay, so I'll try that. Yeah, that's what I'll do. I mean, I yeah, can do anything. Way up. Yeah, I can do anything for but two minutes. Look, yeah, I would look you at know? it at the end, just how close you are. Uh, and no matter what, maybe, you know, push it at the last 10 minutes because you're saying the way it's set up, you know, the, the further you, you're you competing against everybody, I'm assuming. So, you know, you, right, you move yeah. further up the ladder. Yeah, I can do that. I'm going to really focus on my breathing and meditating. I, I do that. It's amazing and wonderful. Thank you. Wow, I forgot about that because I'm like sitting there. How many get this done? Um, I want to try. I want to see if I can do it. Um, but I'll do – thank you for that. So this is uh, – Wow, now I understand why you're an excellent trainer. I've, I've heard you say, give us some great things here, and I love this principle that you're using. Um, and if we all start using it, put and put it on the refrigerator, because I've got, I, I want to put, you know, what I want to do tomorrow. I'll put it on there. I'll dream about it, and then I'll ask, uh, I'll get, uh, I'll ask uh, in meditation that, that I get a lot of help from Heavenland. You know, that's heaven. You know, yeah. can't go wrong if you get help from Heavenland. <laughs> That's for sure. Like, it's got to be fun. 
I always say land, heaven land. Cause well, when you, when you see it, it's such a, a big motivator when you see something on that fridge or whatever it is. Like, it, you know, as small as it may seem to a lot of people that are listening to this, it, it's a huge motivator because you, you see the plan, and when it starts coming, you know, forth and, and you see the action taking place, like, it, it, it just transforms. Like, it becomes this bigger than just, you know, I'm going to run three-mile thing. It becomes this huge, like, like, world in a sense where you're like, wow, like, you know, I, I did it. Like I set this plan and I'm seeing the action going and, you know, I'm seeing the, the timetable being met. I'm going to make it like it, it becomes so inspiring because it, it, you see it working. It's like, you know, it's like building something and you're seeing the foundation go and then you're seeing the walls go up and then the roof goes up and now, you know, you're putting in the plumbing and the electrical or whatever, you know, and, and everything's coming together all at once. And it's, it's like, wow, like, who, who would have thought, like, you know, if I did this, you know, I, I could see more things, you know, work and, and come to fruition and just be successful with it. And it's it's amazing. Well, oh, that's good. I, I'm going to do it. I'll just ask, I'll, I'll meditate and pray for it. Do it. I'll meditate uh, as I'm going along because you can always access more energy. I think you can. Anyway, um, uh, that's good. Thank you so much, Frank. You've given me some great stuff here, and I wasn't expecting that at all. I was like, wow, that sounds like he would know how to do the numbers. You're very good at math, aren't you? I know you are. Yeah, Um, I like, and I like using that with my workouts, like uh, in general, the math, because it's uh, there's there's always ways. Like anybody knows, you can play with numbers to make it kind of uh, favor you one way or another, or vice versa how people, right. you know, like in politics, they'll do stuff or whatever, but you can, you can, in, in the stock market too, you can change numbers to make things look good or bad, um, you know, and they do it in, in the medical field too, but it, it, I like to use it to inspire me, not to put me down, but when I'm trying to dig for something that I need to find something to inspire me, then maybe I'll look for like the negatives in the sense that, you know, wow, you know, I could have only did 1% better last week or whatever, you know, I need to aim for 2% better on this, you know, in the sense, and, you know, it's motivating, but that 1% could be, you know, a lot. It's just, I I need to make the number smaller to motivate me. So I'll say 1% or, you know, whatever it might be and vice versa. You know, you could be doing two pounds more, but that two pounds, you know, maybe you were only doing one pound the the week before and now you're doing three pounds. So, you know, (laughs) you're doing 300%. So it's like a a huge difference. And uh, it's one of those things where, you got to use it to motivate you and figure out how it will work best for you. But if you have it written down, like it's, it's so key because it's so much accountability to yourself. I've always been a big believer in that. Like if, when I go to the gym and, and I work out, when I don't have an actual like written workout for myself, it's, it's a mediocre workout. But if I write up my own workout, like I do for my clients, I'm so much more dialed in and so much more, um, you know, whatchamacallit, realistic with, not not realistic, but I feel accountable to myself. I guess that's the word I'm looking for. Uh, you, you have to be accountable and being accountable to your workout is, is huge because it pushes you to do more. I can look at what I did last week and say, you know, this was good, but, you know, do I want to be good or do I want to do it great? Okay, so let me. How can I make this workout great? Let me, you know, change this, change that, 
Um, you know, and then sometimes I'll write little notes on it. Like, you know, I, I really hated this exercise, but it was awesome. So as far as like, uh, you know, a challenge, so I need to right. keep working at it until I can make it better. So I like it or vice versa. You know, I love this exercise, but it does nothing for me. It's too easy. So I need to scratch that out of my workout because unless it's like a workout where I have like no energy and I'm just dead and I need the easy stuff because sometimes you need that, you know, you need a workout that when you're exhausted, that's, that's easy, but it's still giving you a workout because you don't have the, the mental capacity to really think and put the effort in. You want things that are simple and easy. Um, you know, whether that's somebody else pushing you or you're pushing yourself, but you got to kind of figure those things out for yourself. And and that's what makes a huge difference. And I like that. I'm going to, I, like I said, I'm going to really work on it. And I, for me, because the it's meditation and, and going into that space would be good and getting the runners high. I know that I get that a lot. So I'll use that really, really focus on that too as well. I mean, you know, and I'll just say a prayer. Hey, heaven land, help me out here. Right. You know, and, um, yeah. <laughs> okay, I need my buddies over there. <laughs> you know, step, step it up. Well, it it um, works. I mean, it works, as you know. Like meditation works, and prayer works. Everything works. Like you put the energy and effort into something, and you can make it real. You can make it happen. Oh, that's true. Okay, I just and like a, I do. Let me ask you this, and I know the answer to this with you. Do you feel like that your mind? Do, do you feel like that most people? control use their mind to control their body or their body controls their mind what's your thoughts on that uh, I think most people their mind controls their body I think you have to uh, you you know I tell people this all the time like you know you could be exhausted tired not want to do anything I come to you and say hey you know I found your winning lotto ticket watch how much energy you have and you feel great you know and you're like yeah. Man, I'm, yeah. I'm going to go run a marathon right now. Like, I'm so happy I can't sit still. I'm jumping out my pants, you know, and, and vice versa. You know, you, you, not to use this as a more sad analogy, but you could be having the greatest day of your life, and somebody tells you, you know, that they ran over your cat or your dog, and all of a sudden it's like the whole world just came crashing down, and you got, you know, you're extremely depressed. So, you know, your mind controls your emotions, and, and for the most part, but your thoughts you can have control over. You just got to put, you know, how you want to change things and, and how you want to react to things and that your body will follow. Okay. That's amazing. Thank you. Because I, I wondered how, what you thought about that. Um, so, you know, if you, you can push your body, you can command your heart rate to, to command it or, you know, meditate about it, slow down. That's what I do a lot when I'm running really hard, you know, whether I'm outside or inside and, and it works. So that's good. And but I think uh, too, I got to start off with a good meal plan. You know what I find, and this is going to sound crazy. I just eat one banana before I go work out, and that really helps me. Do you do anything? I know you told us before what you eat, but man, it gives me a lot of energy when I eat that one banana. I'm not sure why, but it just does. So I just started doing that about a week or so ago. What do you think? Well, it's, it's a perfect balance for you. I mean, me, me, I'm. I think I told you this before, but I'm more of a scoop of peanut butter person. Um, everybody is a little different in that sense. You know, some people, like I told you, they, they can't have anything cause they feel like they're going to throw up. Um, some people are more just, you know, they need a, like a whole little meal. Um, so, so, I mean, it depends on the time of the day for me, but in general, like, uh, everybody's different from that standpoint. You just got to kind of figure out what works out for you, but is there right. no way I can work out on a complete empty stomach where I'm hungry? I just don't have I any can- energy. 
I can't do that. But you know what? Thinking of, and I told you the other day, I, I, I now put a scoop of peanut butter in my coffee. It is so good. Okay, so <laughs> just so you know, um, I, I like it. It's a lot of sneak in protein. Yeah, I know because the peanut butter gives you protein that lasts longer when you're working out, running, or just whatever you do. So thank you because you told us that before, and I appreciate it. You've answered some great questions um, too as well, and I appreciate it more than you know. Um, I know that in February, you guys listen to this. This is amazing. I mean, Frank has helped me tremendously with this one conversation, um, and he's helped me tremendously other with his with his uh, things about working out. He's an absolute guru. Um, that's what I call you, the guru fitness. But I, um, I, I, you're going to be ta- speaking in February. We're going to have an open mic, okay, where you guys can come on and ask your questions, and Frank's going to give you an answer. Um, and then he's, uh, I also know that uh, we're going to do some videos too as well, but that's something that he wanted to do because you guys have questions, and um, he's got an answer, I know. So is that you, that sounds good to you, right, Frank? We're going to set it up in February. So um, if you're okay yeah, with us. All right. Well, we're almost out of time. So uh, I'll, I'm going to say goodbye. And, Frank, why don't you close it up? And uh, we'll see you guys next Wednesday. But you do what you do. So. All right. Sounds great, everybody. It's uh, great talking to you again. I hope to uh, keep doing this and, you know, we keep moving forward and keep growing together learning from each other and and let's keep it motivated and inspiring and uh you know whatever you guys want to do like i said we can figure it out and i can try to my best to to keep coming up with information and and help you get better at what you do um so today you know it's the smart plan let's put it in action and let's see what we can do with it until next time have a great day or evening and i'll talk to you again soon have a good one bye